Welcome to Low Standards and Pours, Thursday, November 3rd, 8.35 Eastern Standard Time, broadcasting just outside of Detroit, Rock City, one of the best cities in the world, full of power. What's up, girl? Carpe? Hey. Peter Gabriel says hi. Oh, I bet he does. Yeah. I don't know him personally, but I don't either. I did. You know something? I say hi. If I did, we'd be listening to more of them. Yeah, what do we got here? What do we listen to? This is uh, Playing for Change. Peter Gabriel with Playing for Change playing their, uh, his song Pico, which was uh, 87, 89 came out. I can't remember. It's a better version. I love Peter Gabriel, but it sounds good. His voice, is, and this is also Yo-Yo Ma, the cellist. Oh, yeah, the cellist. Yeah. I dated a girl years ago that was, uh, she played the cello, cello mm-hmm. and she was big time into Yo-Yo Ma. And uh, I started listening talented. to them and tried to get more familiar with them. I thought they would give me uh, more of an edge long term, yeah. but... Uh, I don't know. Only last a year. Crash and burn. That's all right. But, but he's he's uh, super talented. Oh, I, I've I've fallen in love with certain certain varieties of classical music. Yeah, a couple of trumpet yeah. players that I have stuff for. Um, yeah, I got a Yo-Yo Ma, a couple of CDs. But again, this is like I said, this is playing for change. We talked about them last week. That was a great show. That was so much fun was last it? week. Yeah. It oh was my god. Too, and we, I think we nailed it. I thought so too. I, I had a blast. And um, yeah. so this is sort of like a leftover that I found the other day. Going, oh wow, I didn't even know you know he did this one. But it's Peter Gabriel playing with playing for change. Yeah. Which I think is great. And it's, it's, I like this. And, and listen to our show from last week about playing for change because it's such a great if you can give give if you can't just enjoy the music it's right phenomenal buy some stuff. of the merch you know yes yeah. i look at the merchandise they got yeah. some cool t-shirts uh, uh necklaces anything to support their cause you know yeah and the, it's a good cause and yeah the, the music is good and, and you know i was you know, just kind of was, go, go ahead. ahead no, no you I, go i was just gonna say, I was just gonna say you know, with our, with our, um, you know, with us supporting uh, the Hamtramck Music Festival, yeah. we really need to push like T-shirts and stuff a lot more because they can bring in a lot of additional money. You know, when we're selling yes. this ticket, we should be pushing the merch too. But that's a side note. But keep going. Yeah, you know, um, but we were we, we were talking about last week was you know this great inspirational music. And I think it really follows into what we're trying to do this week, which is, is what, Eric? Tell us what today's topic is. Today's topic, um, you know, what I wrote, this is what I wrote. Yeah, I said, are you inspired? Does music inspire you? We're going to spin some songs tonight from bands that have written the most inspirational songs, songs you remember and respect, sometimes for a lifetime. They'll never get old. So it's kind of the ones that pull up the heartstrings, the ones that are are written for a reason uh you know it's uh you know it's sometimes hard to explain you know i think some songs are just written um for that reason alone there's some you know yeah there's some where just that the tone of the guitar or the tone of the voice of the vocalist just it it hits that resonance that just goes right into your soul right and 
I tried to I tried to pull some songs that do that. Um, most of them are famous things that people could have heard of or easy to find. I got one or two that are off the walls, but you'll go, oh yeah. And again, people you and I have talked about before, but right. um, may not be super famous because I threw in uh, one of my favorite buskers. Um, okay. And there's, there's just so much talent out there. Go find the music. Eric, tell yeah. us tell us how you, tell the world again, how you find the music that you text me once in a while. Yeah, real quick. So, you know, one thing to remember is that, you know, Alcarp and I do this uh, podcast to show you what music's out there that you haven't maybe heard before. Um, organizations, right. um, you know, such as Playing for Change, um, we, Busters. We try to, yeah, we try to promote as much as we can, even though we're horrible at it. We still, I mean, we'll better sooner or later. Yeah, we're just a couple of nobodies. Yeah, but, but you know, hey, if if a thousand people listen to this podcast and a thousand people go on to playing for change and they buy their merch or listen to their songs or maybe become a part of the organization, that's that's all we're looking to do. Yeah, and it's so, spread the word. Just find something that you, find something that you like. But no, you've you've sent me a zillion texts yeah we actually did a show where i just pulled up all the stuff that you texted me yeah that was a couple three oh. or four weeks ago um so but where do you how do you find it what how do you what are the settings you use yeah so basically you know i've probably got a little more time to listen to music than alcarpe does yeah. um just because of our because of our lifestyles and the business that we're in but mm-hmm. i spend a lot of time it's almost like i'll, I'll put it to you this way it's almost like when you go on Amazon and you buy something from Amazon, they'll say, well, this person, since you bought this, these are the other um, searches that other, other people have done that are related to what you bought. It's the other same people thing that, that bought this also bought this. Exactly. It's, it's, just, it's suggesting. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Exactly. I'm just trying so to clarify for the three people who are not related to us who might be listening. Yes. So Spotify offers that same service, so to speak. I spent a lot of time on Spotify and it, you connect the dots. So in other words, I can listen to some new music. We've played a lot of new music on this podcast, but yeah. that new music leads me to other new music. And it might not be current music, it might be 10 years old, but it's something we've never heard of before. And we're trying to give those people a listen and some notoriety and some, you know, advertising, marketing. To, yeah, trying maybe, to point you know, out that, that, hey, Eric heard this song sent it to me he thought it was cool i listened to it i thought it was cool maybe somebody else on the planet would think it's cool and then go check out their website and find out yeah well, that's I not guess. what we're doing tonight tonight we're talking no. about some famous stuff that really means yeah, yeah the ones you know i mean where were you in 1987 when joshua tree came out i'll tell you what i remember when this when this concert was announced me and my yep. friend brendan Slept yep. out at the Penn Theater in downtown Plymouth because there was an, a couple, there was two ladies, and I should say a couple. There was two ladies that had a shop that um, sold tickets for Ticketmaster. And what they would do is that anybody that was in line or slept outside, they would come out and take the order for tickets. Um, so if I had like two tickets I wanted, the next person had four, the owner had three, whatever. They would pull all those tickets right away. And we always had great seats. Mm. So 
when those ladies pulled these tickets for us, there was like eight of us that went to the show, I think. We had to get lower bowl alongside right. the stage. But this was played the Silverdome. And it was one of the, you know, I'm talking, we were probably, I don't know, 19? I don't know. Was 18, it Silverdome or was it uh, Kobo? No, it was at Silverdome. Joshua Tree was at Silverdome. Okay, because I, I went to it. I, I was a little bit plowed when I went, but, you know, what else, <laughs> yeah, is, this was what, at, what else is new? Yeah, this was at the Silverdome. And, Somebody else drove. Uh, it's okay. Yeah, I remember the stage and these big black curtains. Oh, yeah, they, yeah. Remember? Yeah. That was a great up, show. Yeah, they opened up, I think, with this song. I think they did. This is yeah, where the streets it, have no name. Exactly. This is you two. And, my it hair really, stuck, stood up on end. It was like, oh yeah, the best show on the back the of my neck. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, and I had bought this album before the, the, the concert, so I had listened to it over and over and over again. But this is, and again, this goes back to what I was trying to get to for tonight was, I wanted to to pull some songs that you just played at full volume, and you could sit there and you know, you know, take the pencils out and bang them on the desk. And pretend right. to drum, and just you know, and, or whatever you were doing, or do your fake air guitar, and just rock out, and just really have an emotional experience with the song. And this was one of them. This is one yeah. of the ones that I just thought was just a phenomenal. The whole album, by the way, the Joshua Tree oh. by U2 is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna fade this out the way you taught me, um, because that's just it's just a great song. They had, a, but, they had a documentary um, about Joshua Tree, too, the whole making of it, which was pretty interesting. I'm sure it was, and I bet I may have found something, because what I wanted to go into next, and then we're going to leave you two alone after this, um, and I want to get into some other things that are just phenomenal. But um, one, of the, one of the things, and I was, because Eric and I talked a couple minutes before the show about a bunch of different stuff, uh, did all how to do the show. Yeah, they came out in 1987. So the tour yeah. was probably 87 or 88, somewhere in there. Yeah, it was 87 because I was uh, I was a freshman in college. Yeah, and actually Rattle and Hum came out in 1988. So it was probably mm -hmm. definitely a 1987 concert. Mm -hmm. I was 17, just, just graduating from, from high school. Yeah, it was crazy. Mm -hmm. But so um, I'm going to give you a quick little backstory. So I, I, I did this with Buddy before I played this song. And I played yeah. the one and a half minute intro that I'm not going to play now because it's talking, but it's the edge explaining how they came up with this other song that is on the same album, the Joshua tree um, and how they came up with the idea to do something. Now, before I tell you about you two, I have to tell you what I told buddy is my dad was going to be a priest. Okay. Yeah. And just before he graduated, he met my ma who was, Uncle Bob, who's a priest, his younger sister, right? So dad met Ma through Uncle Bob. Uncle Bob becomes a priest. Dad knows a crap ton of priests. Every year when I was a kid from like first grade until uh, college, yeah. at, least once, at least once a year, maybe twice a year on special occasions, that sounded delicious, we would go to St. Elizabeth's downtown and st elizabeth yeah. is in like just outside of hamtramck it, well it used to be a catholic church now i think it's they sold that property or whatever and the church is closed but st elizabeth used to be this old polish honky white church 
Yeah. From from like the 1800s up until like the 1950s or 60s. And then a lot of black folks started moving in. Yeah. And the 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 dynamics of the church changed. But the guy who was the pastor of that church was a friend of my dad's because they went to school together. So we would go twice a year, once at least once or twice a year to this church. Now, the thing about this church is because of this influx of new blood and new people and new ideas and new fun, there was a choir. It was a gospel choir. And this choir was 60 to 70 people. Um, 63 of them were very large black women with pipes that would make you cry. Oh, I bet. Um, these, These women could sing. And it was, and when they sang, they could get that B flat, that 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 minor chord that just we makes you, that pulls at your, you know, somebody who knows stuff about music would be able to understand this better, um, right? But there's a certain gospelness that this this choir brought out, and it took 15 minutes for the choir, these 65, 70 people, to come down the aisle at the opening of church. It does it. That it, was the, the longest stuff. Just hooks you in, though. Like oh my God! And it was it was gospel. an emotional experience to go to this yeah. church, and as a little kid, I'm like, I don't care about the Jesus stuff. Let the girls sing. I right. want to hear them sing. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God! They're, and it, they're cut from the same cloth. And that's part of the passion that I have for music is because um, I don't care where it comes from. <laughs> I'm going to get emotional now. Um, except, the thing is, is that. There's music that's produced and there's music that comes from the heart. And that's mm-hmm. the big difference, I think. You know, it's so yeah. So and 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 you're you're exactly right. And I don't mean to cut you off, but I want to continue with this story because this was a great experience growing up that I got to learn that people are people, number one. Yeah. Depeche Mode says that too. But yeah. people are people and everybody has something to offer right and right. these gals this choir just gave an emotion to people and you know whether you know it was all their belief or what i don't know what it was they but it was just an outpouring of just overpowering emotion oh as I you bet. listen I to bet. this choir go and you know they had a, a horn and a drummer and a bass guitar and the organ was going crazy and they would hit these notes that are just these these flats or these these gospel notes that would just like pull at you and it's like oh my god so i said all of that so i can introduce this because i played this about 17 times before listening to this and went through half a box of kleenex okay. yeah um and then i played it for my my kiddo my youngest yeah and i said and I played the beginning part, and this is you too. How they came up with, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Right. And they said they, they made the song, and then someone gave them a tape of this choir in Harlem. Yeah. That I know you're redid. Yeah. And they redid the song. That was on and Random like, Comic, wasn't it? It, it might have been. It, I think it, so. It could very well have been. But they, they heard it, and they're like, well, we have to go. And so the guys went, and they started 
they just started playing with these kids from this choir in this tiny little church and the kids are all in the first four or five rows and you know edge is playing guitar you got a couple of guys playing bongos for a little bit of rhythm bono starts singing you can hear yeah. you can hear it good in the background does this sound yep. okay yeah and then they're like well we want to we want to do this with the kids and see how this works these are high school kids and i love this song yeah bono belts it out he really um, brings it he really I brings think, it for this song i you know we don't talk about you two enough we've talked about well, we try to stay away from the super famous, the ones that are really rich. We want to talk you know about what? the ones that He's probably one most, one of the most inspirational type of places. Like, mm-hmm. There's a lot of love in this place. For, for, Listen to that. Listen to that. Yeah. That's off Rattle and Hunt. Yeah. It was redone yeah. for Rattle and Yeah. Hunt. Right. But these kids heard this song, and somebody orchestrated this. And got these kids who love this music to do it listen yeah this is yeah and you're right it is rattle and hum i forgot all about that but um, yeah rattle and hum just, is a great documentary nobody's seen it oh yeah go look up youtube rattle and hum documentary it's all about how they how they produce their music it's incredible and very talented musicians and this is how this is the U2 and the Gospel Choir. I still haven't found what I'm looking for. But there's there's a, a moment a little bit later on. We're gonna play this whole part. There's only another minute and a half left. You know, let it rip. But these kids are having so much fun. Bono's freaking out amazed. At a certain point, Edge is now taking off his guitar and he's like, I'm done. I'm yeah. just done. I'm, yeah, there's no reason to be here. Let let the kids uh, steal the show, and they did. There's a gal in the back behind Bono with another guy. You can hear in the background this. You got the main choir, and then there's that little right. accent voice coming in. Yep. That one, that gal has yep. such a beautiful voice, and it's just a, a beautiful. I'm listening. It's been a while since I heard this version of it. Oh my god! And there's just this little accents of just deliciousness. You're like, oh my god, what the? I'm just picking it all. And this isn't you too. This is some choir director heard the song and said it was from harlem wasn't it yeah this is I harlem. Think it, yeah it, it's from harlem yeah some yeah. choir from harlem yeah the choir from harlem heard the song and said we could do that yeah and they yeah. did it I was and, oh my god it, it just remarkable just flat yeah. out remarkable let me let me play one thing really quick this is just yeah this is, this is thornetta davis which is from detroit yes. Oh, she and, is yeah. beautiful. She's, uh, she's a song. I'm not this sure. What I love I about our show, too, is because yeah. I play something, you hear something, and go, oh, wait, what about? 
Go ahead. Kind of remind you talking about gospel. Thurnett Davis mm-hmm. is a beautiful black woman that's been singing in Detroit for years. Right. Um, this is Thurnett Davis. Please send me someone to love. And this is live, but I'm not sure. I can't remember the song exactly, but we're going to listen to it kind of okay. unknown. Um, I love that. The- Let's get some reaction to it. You, yeah, you have to excuse me because I had to run and get some Kleenex because I'm already losing it. <laughs> yeah. All right, hold on. Here we go. I'm not sure. We- so it's a little bluesy. We'll take, we'll take a quick listen. Yeah, your sound system's awesome. Does it sound right? Yeah. And we spent the sure. $2 million on it. I hope it sounds right. Yeah, that sounds like uh, two razor blades scratching against each other. <laughs> on a chalkboard? Yeah. Just give it give it a minute and then uh, with, I'll. With, I'll ben uh... Stein, with, with Ben Stein saying Bueller. <laughs> Bueller. 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 Oh, she's got a beautiful voice. Yeah. This is Thornetta Davis, right? Yeah, this is Thornetta Davis. She's been playing in the Detroit area for a long time. She, um, We used to go see her on Wednesday nights down at the Music Menu Cafe in Greektown. Um, just this set me free. Full of soul, full of heart. Anyways, um, look her up. Thornetta Davis from Detroit, Michigan. Yeah. Beautiful woman. Beautiful singer. I'll fade that out. Just the way I taught you, right? Just the way you taught you. So here's one that I know that you like. Um, Well, it's it's one of your guys. But um, this is another one that draws on that emotional heartstring, right? Yeah. Um, And this is, again, a super famous band. But they really put. They've got a lot of great songs that are just awesome tunes. But this one, I've always every time I've heard it, always just turned it up to the maximum volume because I just wanted to to pour over me. And this is another probably the most classic song ever. Yeah, I mean, uh, you got. You got shiny happy people and all the other fun shit. Nah, 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 nah. But this, this is Michael Stipe being the artist that he is with the songsmiths, the wordsmith. And the video is actually really cool. It is. Because it is. It's, it's conflicting. It's, there's this. It hits home. All those people in the traffic jam and what you're thinking about yeah. and what's going through your head. And exactly. And you know what's, what's funny about this is when I was, uh, when I traveled, I um, I rode my motorcycle back up from Florida to Detroit. And there was a point, because I had heard this song and seen this video, but there was this point where I'm riding my motorcycle past these cars going... I wonder what these people are thinking. Right. You know, and I'm like, I wonder if I could write a short, a series of short stories of a guy riding his motorcycle past, you know, like a cat's eye kind of movie without yeah, a horror. Yeah, yeah. But just that, you know, the cat's eye movie, the cat sees all these different things. Well, this is R.E.M. going from car to car, what's going on in their heads. Well, what if I could write short stories about 
But again, find the music that inspires you to think about stuff. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Again, this is a song I completely forgot about. Yeah, I did too. Until we, you, you brought up this idea this afternoon, and I re-looked at or last night, and I re-looked at it this afternoon. And I'm like, well, I, you know, this is. If you're a hater, you can shoot holes in it. But if you got a, mm-hmm. if you're empathetic, it means mm-hmm. something, you know. And the world is full of haters, and I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it means something to me. It means something to you. And there's at least four other people who are not related to us out there who might be listening that would go, you know what, this means something to me too. Right. And it right. doesn't yet. It doesn't really yet, but maybe I'll listen to it, watch the video and go, Oh, I get it. I get it. No, I agree. I agree. We're all just people. Yeah. You know? We're just trying to make it happen. We're trying Damn to get it, through one at a time, you know? Damn it, Eric! You're gonna make me get out of my Kleenex again, you little shit. No, I know. I was I was talking to my friend Donna today, or yesterday. We were talking about how we get older. We take on new responsibilities, and her mom just passed away. And it was oh, funny. We had this great story. You know, I said, you know, we're all, you know, a lot of us are getting into our fifties, and our parents are getting to their eighties, and they're right. passing on, and you know, we're we're kind of struggling to kind of you know reorganize our lives and come up with you know, new things to fill our time and, and, mm-hmm. you know, all those, those, the people that are, are, that meant the most of us are, are leaving us. But, um, oh shit. I forgot the damn the point I was going to make, but, um, the whole point, but the point <laughs> is, the point is, is we become more emotional. As yeah. Older. We had or a, we had a lot of laughs. Go, go ahead. No, mm-hmm. I was just going to say, maybe we become more sensitive to things because, We've seen the loss, we've yeah. experienced it, and and watched it all happen. I, as the youngest of you all of my siblings, it. the youngest of all my cousins, all my siblings, I've watched so many aunts and uncles pass away. Yeah, and just yeah. go and and you know I've been to so many funerals. I know what to do. I know how to be. Yeah, because at you know four years old, I was taught this is what you do at a funeral because yeah. great aunt great aunt kitty passed away and i remembered her because she was funny as hell and she was great and right. she'd sit there in the wheelchair smoking and laughing at whatever stupid <laughs> shit i would but whatever you know and but we take I these know. memories and and we've got 50 years of these memories yeah, it, yeah. you know as you get older take those memories and and, and love them and, and hold on to them and share them uh, with people i was telling donna i was like we're, we're having some laughs and some cries and, and right. uh, her and I are, are a lot like you are. We're all, all three of us are very similar and we just do what we have to do. You know, if it's time to take yeah. care of mom or dad, we just do it. Just it's the right thing good. to do. We don't shove them in a home yeah. and, and forget about them. And um, I, we, she was telling me, she's like, Oh, I love you. You're a great son. Blah, blah. And you know, I'm like, I said, Donna, you're, you're making me cry. And I said, you know, when I go to funerals, one of the ways I don't cry is I start singing nursery rhymes in the back of my head. So I don't have to, so I'm not thinking about, cause I go on that down that rabbit hole with all these funerals. And I'm like, I start thinking right. about the family and all this, blah, blah, blah. It's like, you know, it's a way <laughs> anyways, it probably doesn't make much sense in this. In this it made podcast. sense to me. I got it. Yeah, I got it, Eric. And you know what? It's, yeah. that's the only, only important thing. If there's other people that enjoy our show, 
we're happy that you enjoy our show. But this is me yeah. and Eric just having a conversation about music. Hey, Eric. Yeah. Tell me about this one. Yeah. Tell me about this one. Right. I know so, this one means uh, something to you. A great buddy of mine, uh, Jason, he told me one day, he goes, you know what? I'm going to go out and do this album. And I'm like, all right. He goes, you're going to love it. And it was uh, Dave Matthews, Under the Table and Dreaming. And I went and bought it at a place in Westland Mall. No, it was at 12 Oaks in Novi, okay, Michigan. Yeah, 12 Oaks. I know where that's Yep. I went and listened. I bought it, listened to it. It was on its TV. And I fell in love with it instantly. He goes, about a week or two, three, maybe a month later, he calls me up. He says, I got tickets to Dave Matthews out at uh, Meadowbrook. We're going to go see him. Oh, that was before CD, or before like um, anybody was recording like live. But Dave Matthews encouraged it. He says, come to my concert and record it and, and, and send it out. Guilty people. And um, share it. Yeah. One, of the, one of the things about Dave Matthews, especially with this album, Undertale and Dreaming, his lyrics are phenomenal. And I this song resonates with me of the way it's written. It's, uh, yeah. it's this me. is um, this is a typical situation. Yeah, the Dave Matthews band. Go on. I'm sorry, I had to do my DJ thing. No, I, I just kind of blew through all the good lyrics, but you have to listen yeah, but, to the song and, and take it for how it's written. You know. But this is one of those that you can sit there and, and melt into your couch. Yeah. Play it on the on the record player or whatever sound system you got at your house. Right. And just play it, play it loud, and just melt into the couch, and just go, oh, this is just, and, and just have an emotional reaction to it. Right, right. This uh, song just never gets old. It's just so well yeah. written. I'm not sure what it means to me, but it brings back the the best memories. It brings back some good memories, which is really all we're trying to do with music is to take those memories and solidify them. So that you hear the song and it's like brings you back to that moment where it was that whatever it was right you know should i fade this out the way you want me to or yeah uh, fade, fade it out or let it play a minute whatever whatever you feel like with your gut feeling this again folks this is dave Matthews' band typical situation under the table yep. and dreaming and it, that is a really good album and it's all your fault that I like them. I faded that out. <laughs> it it you know, is really awesome. It's hard not to like. And you know what? I'm going to do this little shout out right now. If, if anybody's yeah, not familiar with Dave Matthews, go yeah. to YouTube and type in Dave Matthews live in Central Park. Um, best yeah, show it, he ever did. Yeah, it's the um, All Along the Watchtower. And he does one of the best. He was famous for um, closing in his encore with All Along the Watchtower. And that's how I fell in love with him. But when you yeah. see him in uh, New York uh, singing All Along the Watchtower or playing that song, it there's there's if, if you don't like it, then you shouldn't just you shouldn't like music. It's incredible how he puts that band together. Oh, yeah, and that was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that were pretty good. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Boo. I do that every show or as many shows as possible just for you. I know. I, I, because I, I know up. you love that. 
I know, yeah. and I know you love it. And and this week you needed it. Um, here's another one. On. This this is one that um, hit me. Um, I got a number of them that we'll go to a couple of the ones that you told me about, but this one, um, she also did an album called the body acoustic where she does another version of this and it's an acoustic version, Yeah, yeah. which is way better, I think, but this is the the famous version, Cindy Lauper. Yeah. Yeah. And this is another one that you can just listen to at super high volume and just go, I, and just, her, either you she love her voice or you hate it. And she really, doesn't She is a, I, I know it's a side note, I see her on TV, she's almost seven years old and she looks beautiful. Oh, she's, she's stunning, late. she's a stunning woman. She yeah. had a long, a long, um, uh, challenge with the the skin disease oh like did she eczema or something yeah no that's I why was like most... Lyme disease or something. no no she had a, like eczema or something like that and you can see her she does advertisements now for some kind of right, stuff right. that helps take care of um some medical stuff but I got she you. she would always wear like long sleeves or something to cover right. up covered all up because of that and she dealt with all that stuff, but she just her voice, you either love it or hate it. Seriously. You no, know, it's funny. This uh Carrie Sully entered the live studio and she's not there anymore, but there was a place called Sully. I think it was in Detroit at Evergreen and like Southfield. And mm-hmm. me and my buddy Lucho um, used to go down there and he used to drag me in there. This is when we were kids. I was probably like nineteen. And right. uh, it was a place that used to play blues music. And I was always oh, okay. a color figure kid. They never questioned us. And we'd go in there on a Friday night and go listen to blues music. And I was like two, three years before I was even 21. But, and you'd uh, get a beer and hang out and listen to blues. Yeah. yeah. And it was a place and Carrie Sully brought that to your head. And, you know, that's yeah. the other thing that I love about oh, our show oh. is whatever happens just kind of happens and it becomes part of our show. Right. Uh, I love that. This is Cindy Lauper, True Colors. Um, like I said, there's a uh, acoustic version from her album, The Body Acoustic, which is even more remarkable. And she did it 20, 30 years later uh, after that was a hit back in the 80s. And yeah. I think it was 2015 or 14, The Body Acoustic came out. And she did acoustic versions of all her hits. And it, it is a phenomenal album. It is really, really just good. Um, yeah, I've never heard much what, from her except for what they play on the, on the radio. I got, I got to dig right, in a little bit. But look up on YouTube, look up the body acoustic, um, okay. Cindy Lauper, and you know, just listen to the whole album or, or find it on your Spotify, however, and, and listen to it. And you'll just go, oh my God, this is really. Um, more emotional than it was at the, when I first heard it. Right, um, right, I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw this one at you, just a little snippet of this, and I want you to tell me who the artist is and or the name of the song, uh, Eric, because I, I, I want to quiz you on this. And this is one from the 80s again, because, you know, we're both 80s babies. But, <laughs> yeah, um, for sure. This is going to be like, a, oh, my God, I remember that one. 
and very emotional. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Lost and on your own. Oh, I gotta You can just never surrender. Yeah, I'm trying to blank on the name of the artist, but I've heard you know, about Kanye. You know, the song is Never Surrender. Yeah, I know the song, I'll be alone, Never Surrender. I can't remember the name of it. It's, uh, it's Corey Hart. The same sunglasses oh, at night guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. This, you know, his sunglasses at night was a, a one-off. But this Never Surrender, you can see even in the video, it's just a, it's a very emotional, you know, draws you in kind of song. Which is, again, what we're trying to talk about tonight. Yeah, yeah. It's all about inspiration. And, and I love his voice. Corey Hart was an he was a flash in the pan. A little bit, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But that was a that was one of the songs that I really um, would listen to very, very loud. Um, Interesting. Oh, so I was gonna play this because um, so far Sherman hasn't joined in. Yeah, it looks oh. like he took off. This is the beginning. This is hey Scott Vernon. Um, stick around, this is gonna get crazy. But so, sh yeah. this is what Sherman would sound like if he was a wolf, and then you're gonna go, What the hell are you doing? This is um, another one of those songs that I would listen to very loud. You'll know it shortly here. Uh, I'm gonna let this part play for a second. When the guitar comes in, you're gonna go, Oh, right. I can hear, I can hear the. It, it sounds familiar. Well, it's, it's late 80s, but this is the it long sounds version. Like a remix of like Depeche Mode. This is a Howling Remix long version. And I would, I, I have this on CD, and I would play this at full volume in the world. What am I listening to? The Cult. Yeah, I was gonna say the call. But this is a remix, right? Um, yeah, this is stretching inspirational a little bit. Well, yeah, it's stretching, but a little. Bit. I was. I also went to you know what did I listen to? A whole lot of loud. But the funny part is, um, in college when I got this album. I also had a cat, a black cat named Barnabas. Yeah. Greatest cat, greatest cat in the world. I would play this song, and at the howling part at the very beginning, the cat would like crouch down and look up, like, holy shit, there's a wolf around. It was hilarious. Yeah. And it was almost torturous. And I feel bad about it. But he was the best cat in the world ever. Um, and I just let the dog out. So as soon as he comes back in, we'll get rid of Sue Cell's Sanctuary. That's the cult, which, of course, is, like you said, stretching the whole point of what we're doing tonight. You didn't fade it out the way you talk. What's that? You didn't freeze the cat, did you? No, 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 no. 
he he passed away and we buried him like you normally do with a you know which is against the law in the state of Michigan. But if you freeze them first, then bury them, I think you're okay. Yeah, whatever. So that was the cult. She sells sanctuary, the howling version long remix. That was, you know, again, one of my just for shits and giggles, but you know. Yeah. So you need to calm down, Eric. Um, yeah. And I only played that little snippet with the uh ohs, and you need to calm down because you know what I'm going to say next. Yeah. We, gonna, I've, gonna, I've got we're gonna three songs. Go ahead. I'm going to say it. We're going to be done with it. But right, it needs to be acknowledged. Um, Taylor Swift. Exactly, Taylor Swift. Um, my children love Taylor Swift, right? Oh, let it, let it go. I got it. And, go. and so I had to throw that snippet in there because, number one, Taylor Swift is a great kid, okay? Yeah. I, think she's, I, I just think she's phenomenal, um, as kids go, who are talented musically. But... Um, she just released this album last week. The Billboard 1 through 10 is all her. She has the top 10 songs. And the album that she produced and put out has 20 songs on it. And all 20 songs are within the top 40. Yeah, you're telling me about that. It's amazing. I I texted. It's remarkable. And it's because she has a huge fan base the way she marketed this album and she did all the right things to make this work, but right. she's also a very talented kid. And I say yep, kid, but yep. she's like 30, she's like 32 or something now. Right. Or right. Whatever. But my children love her music. Right. Yeah. And I just think that's amazing that someone is able to get the, not only just the top 10 with an album that has 20 songs on it, Half of her songs are the top 10 this week. Right, right. Holy shit. And then the remaining 10 are in the top 40. Casey Kasem would be shitting himself right now. Yeah. Just crapping himself. Um, (laughs) He wouldn't have much to talk about. I'll be about Taylor Swift. Right. It would be amazing. But, you know, so that said, this is another one I had to throw out at you because I... This is one that we just listened to loud, right? Yeah. But this um, also has an emotional guys feel were to it. Incredible. Tell me about it, Eric. Tell me what your thoughts are. You know, in excess of the amount of time that it offered, you know, it was so inspirational to see somebody like in excess come out with uplifting, mm-hmm. uh, much like you too. You too was coming out at the same time, really getting popular. Um, NXS was good from at, uh, 81, 82. They came out. Shabu yeah. Shabba came out 82. Which is where we this is from. We went from at Tainan in, uh, in Clarkston, Michigan. And yep. um, they just they just ran away with the show. It was, it was phenomenal. They were they sounded better in college. They did record it. When did you see them? I saw them for the pick tour. Okay. Yeah, whatever they're I saw them. They had to be like 89, 90. Yeah, 91. I saw them on the, the swing tour. And yeah. they, in excess, opened up 
at Pine Knob in excess was the opening act for the Go-Go's. Yeah. The opening act. And they were way better. The Go-Go's were great and fun. But in right, excess right. is phenomenal. But this is one of those songs that um, in high school, I would sit there with the pencils and headphones on and just bang on the desk with the pencils pretending to be a drummer. Oh yeah, horribly, horribly, and out of tune and and offbeat because that's me. But it was so much fun, and you know, NXS is one of those bands that there's very few songs that they put out that are like not like thumpers. No. Kick is a sixth studio album by a Australian rock band. NXS released on October 12, 1987. I probably saw him in 87 or 88. I think it was probably, um, Look up swing. probably the summer, the summer of 87 or the summer of 88. It was warm out when I saw him. Yeah. So. I saw them um, in the swing tour and they did uh, Black Girl, White Boy. Oh, yeah. And yeah. a couple other songs off of that swing album, which is that. I can't remember. That was like their second, maybe third album. I can't remember if yeah. Shibu Shaba was the second Shibu or Shibu. third album. It was the second album. They had like kind of a no-namer, Shibu Shaba, and then they had, um, what was it, the third the, album? The Swing. Yeah, and then I think Kick. And, well, no, and, wait, no there was two kick, others kick before sport. the Kick. There oh, was, okay. There was right. a couple of, they were like, just, Doss is here. Oh, Listen Like Thieves. Oh, what's up, Doss? Yeah. They, they had a lot of stuff, but I mean, this is Listen a band, like but, Thieves was 1985, and then Kick and, was 1987. But see, this Shabu Shaba was the one that I bought on vinyl, and we listened to every song. I would listen to the, I would drop the needle and listen to it all the way through. Yeah, both yeah. sides, because just great. But this was one of my favorite songs ever. Oh, for uh, sure. And it, it, the message is really cool because it's it's basically saying be you don't yeah. change no nope, i agree be I agree. you be awesome and you know the whole i don't know the whole message of it is great i faded that out the way you taught me to um no it's a good job yeah so creating our geometric configurations our sound equipment which have no properties but with location so that was from better off dead and all right, Doss. What is your all-time most inspirational song ever? You can go ahead and type that in there, and I'll have yeah. I'll type it in because I'm going to have Eric day. tell us about this one. Go ahead, Eric. Well, this is what I grew up on. So I had a, a buddy Jeff that lived down the street. He used to go to his house when everybody else was working because he was a little bit older than me. And we used to listen to Peanut, an REO Speedwagon album. Journey album. Oh, REO Speedwagon's great. Yeah, and this was one of the ones that we used to listen Probably to. Probably some Journey, too, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I yeah. see how I got... The other big one was uh, ELO. Electric Light oh, yeah. Yeah, we got into, I got into them big time. Uh, Jeff Lynn was the lead singer. Um, yep. It was just a great time to be listening to music. But um, I'm a huge fan of Queen. They're just... Overly talented. This is one of my favorite songs. Yeah. And and this is really the, the keyboard is great. 
It's just yeah. that fun little bouncy. And these aren't overproduced albums. No, they, but, they, and, they wrote these albums, practiced, and, and, and recorded, and that was it. And his voice, Freddie Mercury's voice in this is just, he, it, it, it's so honest. Yeah. You know, it's not like yeah. he's not working for it, he's not pushing it or anything. It's just, no. it's honest. It's, it, you're just my best friend, man. Yeah. Eric, yeah. that's how I feel you're about you. You're my best friend. You're Bill. my best friend, baby. <laughs> oh, Jesus, we're going to get sappy and gross. I think they just said that. People What's up, dog? Hey, throw, us, throw us your most inspirational yeah. song you got. Hurry up, because I've got two more to play. We're closing this show out. Faded that out the way Hey, I got a couple here for you, though. Um, yeah. So, oh, by the way, this is uh, what happened uh, before the show. This is... This is ridiculous, okay? I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. Shit. 16 candles. I'm just He'll kidding. He'll keep calling me. He'll keep calling me. Do you remember this the one, though? This... Was Cameron had that uh, Red Wings jersey on that said how on the back. Yep, that was the best, yeah, the best thing about that entire movie, I think. I'm not a huge fan, but it was a good uh, it was a good choice. Oh, it was great, yeah. Remember this yeah. one? One B. You were talking earlier about love is in just about every one of these. This love is the, big the psychedelic word. first. Yeah, psychedelic first. Love my way. Um, this was one that really meant a lot to me. Oh, you know what? God damn it! I gotta play this one I, um, because, and I I just saw this and I have to pull it. Um, but no, the furs, psychedelic furs, I thought were great. Um, but you're gonna you're gonna remember this one, Eric, and you're gonna go, oh yeah. Um, All right. I'm so happy the band's doing well. By the way. Oh, yeah. Till Tuesday or something? Or... Yeah. Let's skip the talking part. Her voice, just phenomenal. Yeah. And this is another one that I would play at huge volumes. Judas Priest. No, I'm going to come up and start a little bit deeper than that. Delivering the goods? Yeah. Some of the goods from this creature pretty really quick. We're going for the emotional, not the Yeah, this is possible about like Voices Care. Till Tuesday. Till Tuesday? Voices Care. No, I just heard another um, song about her. I meant to send it over to you, but it's a conversation on our time. Here's one more from you, and I got one more from me, and then we can start wrapping up unless right. um you know Doss comes up with something cool. Here's here's the one we're from you. We're that still you waiting. And I talked about earlier. Are you, yeah, yeah, you gotta give it. Gotta give it a little bit of time to, to flow. Yeah, it's okay. So you this can is, tell tell me about this band. Yeah, this is Queens of the Stone Age. I saw them in live. In fact, and, tell me uh, about the band while I go get a drink. Yeah, this is Queens of the Stone Age live. I saw them live about I think it was 2007, 2018 in Detroit. Uh, one of the keyboard players is from Royal Oak, Michigan. Um, Queens of the Stone Age has some deep lyrics 
and um, you know, they've got some depth as a band. Um, this is a song called Fortress, and uh, you just have to get some lyrics. It goes about being inspired by songs, songs that you last probably five years five yeah. years at maybe four years yeah it, it, i i got yeah. into them they're, they're very diverse a little bit of rock a little bit of a little bit of blues and um songs like this i mean it's they're you told songs. everybody this is queens of the stone age and the song is fortress yes right yeah we talked about this okay can i fade yeah. this out the way you taught me to yeah let it rip chitter chip all right um i'm gonna go and do um one of my recent ones that I fell in love with, uh, very emotional type thing. And um, this is when you and I started talking about buskers a long time ago. Yeah. I found this gal, Natasha Cook. Hmm. Natasha Cook Jenkins. This song is Grace. And every time I watch this video, it pulls the heartstrings. Not only does it pull the heartstrings, it makes my eyes drool. Yeah. She has such a beautiful voice. You can hear it in the background, right? Yeah, yeah. Wait, here it comes. This is the part that gets me every time. Well, it's the difference between writing music and playing music Sorry to say, but that's right. what I that's what I think. She has it's the art of music. Yeah, and you know th- that's the thing is, is when you get a a good busker who's got a beautiful voice, and and there's a number of them. We've done a couple of shows on buskers. You can look in our history and, and find it. Yeah. Um, but this is Natasha Cook Jenkins, 
And honest to God, I don't understand why she doesn't have a major label. She might. Yeah. You know, this is probably five years ago. Sure. Um, but her voice is beautiful. She's got that delicious Irish accent. Yeah. And her guitar work is very clean and crisp. And there's nothing, there's nothing about this that is unleasant no no it's her her voice is delicious it hooks you yeah here this is my i love this it's hard to be a critic and oh my god just the the lyrics that she you know and the way she presents herself i it just it pulls yeah no, I agree. And you know, listen, listen I gotta, I gotta fade that out the way you taught me to, because <laughs> God damn it, if I don't, I'm gonna fucking ball my eyes out. Oh my God, it's just you ridiculous. You gotta put like the cramps on or something, or like, yeah. Hold on. Black flag. It's clear. Oh yeah. <laughs> Don't keep calling me. Don't keep calling me until I come home. Don't make me feel guilty. <laughs> This is, this is ridiculous, okay? I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, with, I'll go. Shit. <laughs> so, that's... It's classic. That's that's essentially... Those are all the things that I've pulled. Did, yeah. you, did you have anything else that you wanted to throw your... Our, no, our you, touched, you touched on all the ones that I asked you to, and uh, I'm feeling pretty good about it. All right. Um, I'm going to let the dog in here. I got some closing music and uh, right. some closing, closing silly for us. Um, so uh, we've got a long, crazy week ahead of us in real life. Everybody go out and vote yeah. because voting raising, is important. Raising interest rates, voting, yeah, recessions, um, whatever, you know, numbers. It, and I, I bring up the vote thing because I'm not going to tell people how to vote because that's not my place. My place is to say, get out there and make your voice heard. Yeah, um, exactly. Be a some, be a somebody to somebody else and make yeah. your voice heard. Um, yeah. You know, life is silly. Life is crazy. And we have to do this every couple of years to tell the people to go fuck themselves. That was wonderful. Bravo. Right. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty oh. terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. So, Eric, I had a blast tonight. Yeah, good show. Good show. And honestly, folks, this is Ray Charles, what I say from 1959, Um, and probably one of my favorite songs ever to listen to at full volume, but I'm not going to because I want to hear Eric respond to this. But um, I love the song. I've heard the song a thousand times, at least. And there's there's a great story behind it. If, 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 If your kids or you have not seen the movie Ray um, with what's his name playing Ray Charles yeah it was actually, uh, Amy, uh, that, that guy no, um, yeah it's, uh, he does Jamie a great Fox? No, Jamie uh, Foxx no, yeah Jamie yeah, Foxx Fox? plays Ray yeah. Charles Jamie Foxx yeah. did a great job also no, also a piano player Jamie Foxx 
did not know um, that. He's a talented guy. I, very talented. He's a very talented guy. And I've seen a number of videos of him hanging out with Ray Charles and Ray Charles teaching him how to play like Ray Charles. Right, and right. And some other videos on how the movie was made. Phenomenal. But Ray Charles is a an American icon. He is a, 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 an American treasure musically. And Jamie Foxx did such a great just a great way of, of, of portraying him um, and especially the whole thing with Georgia that where they had uh, yeah. the, um, the it, back in segregation times and Jim Crow and all this stupid fuck sure where people people were dumbasses and, and racist bastards um, as if you couldn't tell how I feel about it but um, not hard know, to guess. the way yeah no it's not hard to feel um, <laughs> but the way the way Ray Charles handled it, I thought was amazing and I'm like yes and when I watched the movie Ray I could see Ray Charles in that character Jamie Foxx yeah, played no, him so well he did such a great job and if you have the chance to go see the movie Ray you need to yeah um, it, was, it was a good movie. good movie and the music is great and there's a lot of parts According to the stuff that I've seen, there's a lot of parts where Jamie was actually doing the singing and actually doing the piano. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know he was that talented. Uh, I had no he, idea. He was a, a classic pianist. Yeah. And, and an actor. Pianist. You know, there's... Leave my pianist out of it. Hurt little stubby bastard. Uh, All yeah, right, yeah, exactly. Um, you, can, you, can, you can listen to Los Tans and Pores on... Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Listen Notes, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, Deezer, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Castro, Castbox, Amazon, Samsung, Podchaser, Boomplay, and Podbean. We are on and are covered. And and, thousands of listeners have no use. And because we are part, Sherman's saying hi, by the way. And because we are part of Laguna Not Media, we're going to have uh, special shows coming up over the next uh, month or so. Or maybe you and I are going to get together and we're going to figure out how we're going to do some of these special shows. But there's going to be some upstairs at Eric's that we do that are special shows for Laguna Not Media only. Um, and Laguna Not Media is the ones that have given us access to all this other stuff. Um, it is a gotcha. great partnership that we formed. Uh, there's a lot of other good, talented people uh, participating in this. It's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be the next wave of how um, these pod things actually happen. Why don't you rip up some uh, uranium clock and... Uh... Well, I think we should fade out, out to uh, what I say. Right, well, hold on, hold yeah. on. That's the way you want to be. That's the way you want to be. One more time. So it's nine thirty-eight. Low standards and pores. Oh, 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 We had thousands of thousands of questions. And one of our Laguna Not shows is going to be a listener question show. So give us as many questions as you can um, on our little thingies, and we'll uh, answer them on a special show. It'll be awesome. Yeah. Oh. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, hold on one second. Sorry. The phone's ringing. 